Am I bittersweet that the Rangers got swept this past week at the qualifying round of the rest of the 2020 season? Absolutely. But you know what? At least the Islanders, who give up some hope, uh, want some proof. Well, just take a listen to a little bit of the Islanders' performance today at Scotiabank Arena. By Nelson. Nelson has an open man, Bailey. And now the backhander on goal, they score. Bavillier. A no-look Hail Mary backhander. Amazing. When in doubt, put it in front. And so Bavillier, that was Fox Sports, by the way. Bavillier hitting two goals in a span of 33 minutes. Sorry, in a span of three minutes and 38 seconds. So it's good to see a New York team thriving in the NHL. We also see the Nets winning a little bit in basketball. Look, you might be upset that fans aren't there right now or find it weird to follow, but uh, to me, I think some people are just excited that there's some excitement back um, in these seasons. And so we'll see what the Islanders do uh, in the next round after beating the Panthers and the best of five to advance to the Stanley Cup playoffs almost a year, by the way. Remember, this season started in October of 2019. Almost a year since they broke their consecutive points streak. And in fact, let's make that the Fan Media Network minute. Let me see if I can pull this up because I had been to the actual franchise setting, uh, record setting, I should say. Game. And uh, yeah, we're live right now, so just bear with me. I was at the record setting uh, points game. And it was pretty cool. I mean, the, the environment was electric. Electric, I tell you. And um, I was just so happy to be there at Barclays when this happened. But the funny thing is, it's just, it's all, it's all the same uh, season still. So, and the team after that point streak, by the way, uh, franchise setting, record setting franchise point streak, I should say. After that, the Islanders kind of cooled off, and then they finally got back, and now they're they're in the playoffs. Uh, I would love seeing the Rangers continue. I'm glad the Blackhawks are continuing, and uh, I love sports. No matter what I say on Keeping Real with Alex Garrett Podcasting, I love sports, and that will always take precedence. So thank you for letting me share that for just a little bit. But there's something bigger going on here in the city that I wanted to talk about. As the city's power outage uh, in Manhattan today, Upper West Side through Harlem, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, really a lot of places uptown, hit through different areas of Manhattan, you wouldn't believe how enraged I was when I started to see green paint outside the office space in the city. Because that green paint made, there were, there were bike lanes made. 
And the bike lanes weren't made when everybody was aware of it. Nope. Oh, no. No. Bike lanes are made when people are locked in, stayed in, told to stay home right now. Bike lanes are made in this time when nobody is around to fight them. Because, see, you're able to just insert your agenda of eliminating cars while everybody's inside thinking they're doing the right thing. And some definitely are. But it's a little sneaky to me, Mayor de Blasio. I'm sorry, not a little. It's quite sneaky to me that your guys are out, it feels like in the cover of night, cutting down traffic lanes from like three to one in that part of Manhattan. One of the most uh, razor-thin points of traffic in Manhattan. Where this is, it stretches, I guess, from City Hall, maybe beyond, all the way down to the ferry. And here's the thing about that. There's already a bus lane, so you got that lane taken care of. Now you're creating this, and you put a buffering lane between the two, which has now encouraged double parking, right? Uh, we love, we love double parking, uh, double park cars. We just love that here in New York. So it's encouraged that, and more importantly, it's reduced the traffic to one lane. Are you kidding me? Is this what the city's going to look like everywhere, where if they can cut down on lanes, they sure as heck would? Was there an accident that these outdoor diners have to eat on the street? Is that part of a bigger plan that we're just sort of <laughs> nodding our heads, sure, this works through? Well, under our darn noses, okay, under our noses, things are being changed rapidly. And people are starting to get pissed off. I mean, in the cover of night, this mayor asks, you know, Department of Transportation, can you make some bike lanes here? Cut down traffic? And my friend and I, Zach Miller, were talking, and I don't think it's going to be temporary. There's almost no way you paint that for a temporary moment. That's there for life. And now when you add people back, slowly but surely coming back to the city, and say, hey guys, you only have one lane to go on for a stretch of blocks, is that really going to be effective for traffic provision zero? Is it? It just makes me question once again whether it was true health that they wanted to lock us in for months or if there was things behind the scenes they wanted to work on so we wouldn't know about it. Fortunately for taxpayers and for myself, I'm back in the city so I can report to those that still aren't here yet, and thank God for that, and say, uh, you guys might want to know about this. You guys might want to know what your city is doing under our noses right now. In the name of what? Reducing carbon emissions or going green or traffic safety? What's safe about this? What is safe about one lane? In a very tiny part of Manhattan. 
See, 6th Avenue and... We've all pretty much accepted that Times Square was going to be closed off anyway, so we accepted that. But this one I'm having trouble accepting. For one, in that area you have Dwayne Reed, which unloads items to the store. Now what's going to happen with that? They're going to have to wait for the biker to move past them before they get it. It's, it's going to be a nuisance. And normally, to be quite honest with you, I love rolling on bike lanes. I think they're very cool. I think I, I, I certainly feel like I fit in on my one roll blade. Like, yeah, this is cool. But that's a different area of Manhattan. That's 6th Avenue where you have plenty of space to do this. And have a bike lane for people. Plenty of space. But here it's like you're putting literally... A uh, hundred pounds of peanuts in a ten-pound bag. That's what this feels like to me. It doesn't feel like it's doing anybody good, especially when you see it so painfully. When you see the traffic moving in only one lane, and they all have to stay in that lane. And it just makes me wonder also, what things under their noses are they trying to do to really insert their, I wouldn't even say leadership, their iron fist on us? You know, I thought iron fist was going to be enough when they said we can't open up our dining till, <coughs> excuse me, till after Labor Day or indoor dining till after Labor Day. Oh, no, the iron fist isn't stopping there. Yes, the enforcement checkpoints are going to be ridiculous. Are going to be just stupid. And a $10,000 fine? Are you kidding me, Mayor Bill? Are you kidding me right now? But then you see it happening in real life, right in, front, in real time in front of your eyes. I watch these guys block off the streets to simply make this happen. I watched it, and I was like, well, what's going on here? Something, something's not right. Why are all these cars bunched up? It's because the bike lane was coming. And I, I just think it's a dangerous, dangerous road we go if we start saying we don't want cars here. Well, if you don't want cars here, then people won't come back. You don't want cars here? People will gladly take their cars to another state and be done with New York until they get it fixed. And by getting it fixed, I mean until they get rid of, you know, the vote out, some of these policymakers, known as governor and mayor. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine... In the middle of rush hour, when things are back to normal, one lane for 20,000 cars. I thought we were tired of gridlock in New York. I thought we were tired of all that. No, we're just encouraging it now by saying, hey, bikers, go ahead and have some fun. 
go ahead, take your wheels and, and rollerblade up and down and bike up and down there. And my instinct is always going to be have fun on the bike lane. I'm sorry. I just got to put it out there. My instinct is to always have fun out there on the bike. But not anymore. Not anymore because especially in this area, I see how damning and damaging it could be to a, a city street in Manhattan. I see double parked cars being acceptable now. Not cool, Mayor B. BDB. Not cool. You know why it's not cool? Because you didn't tell us. You just implemented this under the guise of let's keep locked down and you can't go into the city often anymore. In the name of public safety, they're starting to implement their agenda. And maybe you say, starting, they've been doing that. Yeah, but this is different. It's different when they say it's for public safety that people stay within the city the most they can while the whole time they're redoing the whole city geography. They're redoing the whole traffic geography. For what? I mean, I really believe this mayor is pitching to a base, a national quote-unquote base, because he has no base. Because he thinks people would want to see him in a coffee house in Iowa or Seattle, Washington, or, you know, elsewhere. These people don't want to see him anywhere near a campaign trail. If they did, he wouldn't have dropped out of the race. And I thought him dropping out of the race would make him smart enough to focus on New York. Ah, that was funny, right? Funny thought. No. Nope, not funny and not true. He doesn't focus on the city. He may never truly focus on the city. Because if he did, he wouldn't be implementing these things under our nose. And by the way, I was thinking about this. This mural up in uh, Trump Tower is so heavily guarded that that, too, takes away from a lane on Fifth Avenue, causing drivers to have to drive a little differently. And so let's say the president comes here. That's already a mess when the Secret Service has to guard it and everything, and he goes to Trump Tower, and then that, so on and so forth. It's a mess. But now, it's a mess anyway, because this mural is, is really protected, uh, and and you can't really drive over it or through it. It's, it's like sacred ground. Though people on foot have been desecrating it, some I applaud, for telling the mayor this isn't what the city wants. That's awesome. It should be known. That's a form of protest. But all these vandals have been getting away with, uh, all these rioters and looters have been getting away with looting stores. No process crime there. But my goodness, you put a speck of another paint on that mural, I'm going to Home Depot and get you another one to repaint over that. I'm going to fine you. What? What? Is this going to be the norm? Where we just let things implement be implemented under our noses? 
where we willingly say, fine, put up bike lanes. I mean, people were shocked when I posted that, I think. I was shocked to see how devastating this was going to be to the traffic geography in Manhattan. Because it seems that with Vision Zero, there's no question why biker deaths have increased. Okay, there's no doubt in my mind why there's a correlation there. And you think by making this one lane, it makes it safer for everybody? Wrong. I think you are wrong on that premise. I think we are so far into going green that we're now putting drivers' lives, we're putting bikers' lives at risk. I mean, and people say, oh, Alex, you're talking about the end of the world. No, I'm just stating that the, the, the one lane, especially in this part, but since they're doing it here, what's they they're not doing elsewhere? What's to say they literally are not stopping with this? Implementing it without our approval. Well, you elected them. Well, sure, when we elected de Blasio as a city, I didn't vote for him. But as a city, we did. Twice. Feels like five times. I think it was only twice. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like Referendums should be made for certain things like the bike lane. When when you see the traffic, uh, the the uh, streets are going to be decimated. Decimated. That's what this is. It's decimation. In the name of what, Mayor De Blasio? What? do you want to accomplish by putting cars and drivers at risk? It's because of these cars that garages were able to stay in business. It's because of these cars that made something special about New York City. That made the gridlock kind of awesome around holidays. Yes, the city's full. The city, the city's vibrant in the holiday season. That is awesome to see. Now, I hate to say it, at Christmas time, this city will be as bare as I'm sure Rockefeller Christmas, Rockefeller Center will be without a Christmas tree this year. I'm sure you're not going to allow that, right? Because you're not allowing fun right now. You're not really allowing people actual experiences. Well, what do you mean? Well, we got baseball back. Yeah, but nobody's really at the game. Everybody's sitting at home watching it because we're being told we can't go. And now, one of the biggest things, by the way, I did see over the months was that people just started driving. It was very cathartic for them because they had nothing else to do. So they just rip up their car and start driving around. I love seeing a packed LIE again, Grand Central Parkway again. Means things are coming back. 
But when you start to see the cars going out east to Long Island, to the Hamptons, and staying there, being parked there for a while, something's got to be reevaluated. And I can't believe, with all the devastation that you've allowed Mayor de Blasio, you think bike lanes are an answer right now. You think bike lanes are an answer to thousands of people, not millions of people, not working in the city. You think it's an answer to Broadway being closed down for a long period of time. You probably think it's an answer to even, uh, I don't know, defunding the police. You think the bike lanes are the answer? That's why you're doing this? To what? What could it possibly be an answer to? And yeah, you never, you, you haven't actually said it's an answer. But that's the imagery that you put out. That by directing your people, your DOT, your workers, to make these bike lanes, you are clearly stating to New York City, that's my priority. Diners that may not be able to be open in the fall, we don't care about you. Thank God we got these bike lanes, though. Thank goodness. So proud of that. Under our noses. Is that what you're proud of, Mayor Bill? Have it under our noses? Oh, my goodness. I mean, on the same day as, and by the way, this thing is even crazier. Um, this bill was signed in 2019 to add 250 miles of protected bike lanes, calling it the street's master plan. As bike deaths in, increase, he did this in 19, and not even a pandemic, not even the riots, not even chaos in our city could halt this project. You couldn't say, hey guys, we have bigger fish to fry. We have a whole uptown Manhattan that's blacked out right now. Couldn't stop to think about that now, could you? No, you're going to be so proud that more bike lanes and bus lanes, 150 miles of bus lanes are added. <laughs> Sorry if I'm gnawing at my teeth. This is just as I read about this. It's just. And by the way, the money that this is going toward $1.7 billion. Are you kidding me? It's, <laughs> it's, it's bad enough that, um, that we're really in arrears with this and that you're asking the, the federal government for more. No wonder you're putting efforts into these bike lanes and bus lanes. Are you kidding me? Are you, uh, 
Are you serious, de Blasio? $1.7 billion to cut down three lanes to one in various parts of the city. I know, by the way, we're going to throw bus lanes in there too. What this does is not helping the city. And now to see it still going forward as if nothing else has happened in the city. As if we haven't had businesses destroyed. Watching this be the priority, be put down on the city ground, on the city streets, as if nothing else is going on. I have every right to be alarmed. You have every right to be alarmed. We all have a right to be alarmed. Because I, I, this is not what the city wants. 150 more miles of bike lanes? Are you kidding me? And again, it's not enough that we've had all this chaos to pause it. No. Full steam ahead. You know, what about full steam ahead and processing those that have rioted, that have looted, that have ruined businesses? What happened to the full steam ahead there? You'd rather find the person not wearing a mask, but you don't want to go after those that have ruined some business and have caused businesses to be boarded up. As I said yesterday, I this city didn't help me breathe life into this life to just say this city is okay. We're going good. We're going to be dying and that's okay. No, no normal New Yorker would say any of this is okay. And yet the normal, the, the quote unquote New Yorker is making you feel abnormal making you feel weird about trying to defend and save the city. If that's not ass backwards, I don't know what is. So we can't defend the city now? We can't defend keeping businesses open? We can't defend having a middle ground? That's encouraging and endangering public safety? No. No, there's a middle ground. Masks are important. Uh, I honestly can't wait to get the reaction from this because I think people weren't even aware that they passed this bill. I know I wasn't, to be honest. And guess what? The mayor likes it that way. He likes to do things under the cover of night. And apparently now, he doesn't let anything stop his plans from going through. But you want to build a business? We're going to stop that right now during the pandemic. We're going to stop you from reopening. But don't worry, we won't stop building these bike lanes. See the dip, see the hypocrisy? See the madness this is? Hold on, don't open up. We don't want indoor dining. But sure as heck, we'll love to move forward on the project. <laughs> Who are you trying to win over, Mayor Bill? And why were there stories about you having deals with nursing homes that had COVID-19 positives in there? 
Someone answer me that in Brooklyn. Someone answer me that. And for reference, I'm putting these in the chat. That way you know. Um, and can... And can react appropriately. I mean, these stories that are being reported shouldn't be ignored, but they are. We're supposed to get federal dollars? <sighs> and yet we can't even tell a business, sure, we want you to go full steam ahead. No, no, we tell them, <laughs> we're going to close you down. That's what we tell them. That's what we tell them. Full steam ahead with our stuff, but don't even think about going ahead with your stuff. That's the de Blasio city council, not all city council members, but certain ones mentality. You can go full steam ahead with yours, but we're going to go full steam ahead with ours. And if that is not authoritarian, I'm sorry to say it, but that's what it is. When you decide you want to go with your plan, but stop your average citizen from going through theirs, through with theirs, that's that's troubling. And it's got to be called out. And Alex G in NYC is my Twitter. Alex G in NYC is my Instagram. And be sure to follow up more because $1.7 billion to go full steam ahead on a project, yet the regular business owner can't go through with the, his or hers and gets fined when they do. Uh, I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> That's how sickening it is. I'm going to go throw up. Because this is not right. This is not right. And someone has got to cover it head to toe and pray that these this coverage and this knowledge the more people know about it the better we can really um write to de blasio or tell de blasio hey bike lanes we're not interested in that right now mayor bill we're not interested in a project that you signed off on in 2019 and <clears throat> should have really put on hold Think of the construction that was put on hold, for goodness sakes. Construction companies couldn't operate. And yet, here goes the government full steam ahead. Tell me how any of this is right. I'd love to hear it. Alex.Garrett21, Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T, 21 at Yahoo.com. Stay awake, stay aware, and stay focused. Because obviously when we, when we lose focus, bike lanes randomly appear on our city streets. Buckle up. It's going to be a fun 17 months of more things that we don't know what he's going to put in there. And apparently nothing stops him from getting his agenda done. But why isn't he stopping? Why is he stopping his citizens from getting the agenda done? It's not right. And it's got to be stopped. And you got to write letters to the mayor. 
if you care about this, and letters to the governor if you care about this. If not, well, I'll see you on one of those bike lanes. I don't know how many I'll do because now I feel like a bigger takeover than I was thinking. But I'll see you out there. We'll have some fun. On the things that are just being put on right around our nose, we'll have some fun on those things. And not care. Which... Uh, is apathy the right word? Apathetic? Apathy isn't the answer right now. Digging in and saying, why is this happening? That's the right thing. Why is it government can continue their projects, but a, a local business owner cannot? Something's not right here. I'm a Libra. I need balance. And when I don't see the balance, I get agitated through, through the roof. Through the roof. Have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Interesting conversation on character, by the way, uh, with Dr. Christian Miller from uh, Wake Forest. Don't want to miss it. Talk to you soon.